1: Hello, everybody. I'm Lou Dobbs. Welcome to The Great America Show. We're delighted to have you with us. And I want to say thanks to everyone who joins us here on the podcast. We're celebrating two million downloads just since we started about six months ago. Thanks to everyone for making us one of the top political podcasts in the country. We thank you so much. And yes, be sure to tell your family and friends about us. Thanks for all your support. And now to the business at hand. Biden shortages just keep getting worse. Semiconductor shortages, baby formula shortages, food shortages, gas shortages. But don't worry. President Biden wants to buy oil from Venezuela or Iran. He doesn't apparently care much which totalitarian state he does business with. And he's bringing in another airlift of baby formula. Looks like he has a deal with Australia. Oh, and it turns out the Biden White House knew all about the formula shortage seven months ago, but didn't start to do anything about it until the last few weeks. Brilliant. Typical Biden. Well, President Biden is also trying now to push the idea he's doing something about runaway inflation, by golly. All right. His advisors are trying to do something because we know he doesn't do anything really. His puppet masters and his so-called staff are running the Biden disaster from the White House, and everyone needs to quit pretending that everything about Biden isn't simply farcical. His impairment is widely known, as is his ineptitude. The only thing missing in this Biden White House is the calliope and the clown horns. We all know, thanks to the Michael Sussman trial, that Hillary did it, that is, gave the go-ahead to smear Donald Trump with the phony Russian collusion lies, but a full D.C. acquittal for Sussman, who everyone knew had lied. But the jury didn't care. And everyone now wants to know what happened to the Hunter Biden laptop and its evidence of Biden family wrongdoing, corruption, and lots of pocket lining. With us today is the best-selling author of The Laptop from Hell and star columnist of the New York Post, Miranda Devine, great journalist, great American. Miranda Devine, it is great to have you here on The Great America Show. I've got to begin with the laptop from hell. Uh, Will that ever, ever be a resolved story? Will Will we ever know the essential truth of Hunter Biden's laptop and its contents?
0: Look, I think that uh, if the Republicans take back the House and or the Senate, um, we certainly will be seeing more investigations into the laptop, but not just the laptop, all the other information, Tony Bobulinski's information, uh, all the Treasury Department documents that Senators Chuck Grasley and Ron Johnson have uncovered. uh, They'll have subpoena power. They'll be able to subpoena Devin Archer and, um, you know, James Gillier, all the other uh, of Hunter Biden's former business partners, and uh, get some of this material that's hidden from us thus far on the record, uh, chasing down the money, following the money trail, seeing where the money went in terms of Joe Biden, his bank accounts, uh, having full transparency on that. I think that will happen. But there, there are there are a few obstacles to go until then. For now, we're seeing that Hunter Biden has a very wealthy benefactor now uh, in Los Angeles, the wealthy entertainment lawyer Kevin Morris, who made a fortune out of the South Park guys. Uh, he is, um, you know, now a friend of Hunter's. Uh, they live near each other in Malibu. And Kevin Morris is hell-bent on avenging. Hunter's uh, you know Hunter and his reputation and so on and so um, I I think you know he he probably is well-meaning that's what it seems to me anyway but you mean Kevin Morris Kevin Morris in terms of he's I think he's doing this genuinely for altruistic reasons because he feels so yeah I mean, he's a former addict. Uh, Hunter is a former addict. I think they've bonded over that. Uh, you know, I've spoken to him um, off the record, but he, uh, he just is uh, determined to prove that none of the laptops Stuff is real. Um, Mm -hmm. Although he's not able to tackle and isn't even trying to tackle the content of the laptop, the damning material that's come out so far on the Biden family um, international influence peddling scheme that gleaned them tens of millions of dollars from uh, adversaries in China and Russia and so on. Uh, He's not trying to engage with that. Instead, he's trying to muddy the waters. And he has uh, apparently assembled this war room of Uh, you know, 30 investigators and lawyers to try and uh, make out that the laptop's origin story is not what it is, Uh, that John Paul MacIsaac uh, didn't receive the laptop from Hunter Biden on that, you know, April 2019 night, Uh, and that somehow there were all sorts of shadowy figures on the right wing, a vast right wing conspiracy that concocted or hacked or stole there's nothing very coherent about the narrative but what you can see is that they are trying to construct an alternative reality and as preposterous as it seems because it's so you know in defiance of the truth and the facts as we have proven them (laughs) um, I think that you know there's always a ready customer in the left-wing media Uh, they've never liked this laptop story they ignored it Uh, They ran down the New York Post for running it in the first place. Now they're reluctantly coming to the party and admitting that the laptop's real and the material on it is authentic. Uh, But I think that if someone offers them an alternative reality, an alternative truth, they will jump at it because uh, all they want to do is exonerate the Bidens.
1: So we've reached a point in this country with our corporate media in which A narrative, so long as it is uh, entertaining and at least semi plausible uh, in conjecture, uh, if not in fact, uh, then the corporate media is perfectly willing to roll with that narrative over every fact, every genuine, objective, independent report uh, available. I mean, that's really a sorry state of affairs uh, because. You have great faith in Kevin Morris. I have great faith in the possibilities that surround his entry into this contest, and that is that a huge number of donors have put great sums of money at his disposal to hire, as you have reported in your column, uh, dozens of lawyers and investigators with only one purpose, and that is to suppress the truth, not to reveal it.
0: Yes. Yeah exactly um, I mean I don't know that he needs any more donors but yes I mean that that in in fact could be the case uh, I think money is no object uh, for him I mean he flew to Serbia on his private jet back in November to infiltrate the uh, movie set of uh, that the movie that's coming up my son hunter uh, and sort of film and spy on the, the producers and the actors for a couple of days. Um, to what purpose? I I don't really know. He told them he was making a documentary. Uh, maybe he is. I guess that would be uh, interesting to some people to see Hunter Biden. I mean, he had, you know, he is friends with Hunter Biden, so it would kind of be the first time we would hear Hunter Biden speak. I mean, I would love to interview Hunter Biden, as I've told Kevin Morris, Um and, and I would love to put his side of the story because we really haven't heard from him thus far. And uh, what we kind of can discern is that he doesn't take too kindly to the White House, to his father's staff, as uh, trying to throw him under the bus. Um, and we saw that during the campaign. In fact, uh, just before he he abandoned his laptop, uh, he was raging at his father because his father's staff, he felt, had um sort of shocked him to Maureen Dowd at the New York Times and and described him as the troubled hunter, uh, you know, in this column. Oh, my goodness, about, that,
1: that seems so yeah. inaccurate.
0: <laughs> yes. Well, you know, I, I mean, I guess when he was uh, in the grip of this crack addiction, uh, his reality was very skewed, and I don't know what his reality is like now. Uh, I'm told that he's still sober, uh, which I guess is an achievement. But um, the fact is that, you know, the left-wing media, the Democrat-friendly media, already they are writing stories when they write about the laptop. They always insert a clause in there that no evidence that Joe Biden had anything to do with uh, Hunter Biden's overseas business dealings. I mean, that's just garbage. There is so much evidence that Joe Biden was aware, was involved, was meeting Hunter's overseas business partners, was sharing in the spoils. Um, It's it's preposterous. But as we saw with the Russia collusion hoax, uh, whatever suits their ideological worldview, that is how they will shape the narrative. And I mean, we see that across the country. You saw The other day, Michael Sussman, uh, the Clinton lawyer, uh, being acquitted by a jury and the jury forewoman saying, well, I don't know why we should be wasting our time about a potential lie to the FBI, as if that is such a trivial situation. I mean, the whole country now thinks that there are, there's no objective truth, there's no objective reality, that there's your truth and my truth. And all that does is... Say that it's okay to lie, that lies are just uh, an alternative version of the truth. And that's a disaster, uh, for our country. Um, and it, in social situations or in social, in, in our culture, we're seeing with, you know, this gender confusion for children. Uh, if a child says, uh, a girl says, I'm a boy. Then you have to accept that that's her truth, and then follow follow right. that down the inevitable uh, line of giving her hormones, and you know, changing her her sex, and and possibly you know surgically mutilating her. Um, this is a disaster. You cannot have a, a culture, a society that does not believe in the same reality.
1: Right now, it's pretty clear that there is the the left has departed from any connection to reality. And I'm including in the left, of course, the president of the United States who is impaired, uh, who is not connected to reality. And we have a country that is actually taking seriously arguments that children uh, from five to nine should be having uh, sex talks in their schools. (laughs) Uh, This is not a this is not a matter for debate. This is a matter for outrage and uh, admonishment of anyone who would be so sick and perverted uh, is to insist on such a thing. Don't you agree?
0: You're so right, Lou. Honestly, uh, I I think, you know, president Biden, um, is really the perfect president for our times because he is a man completely disconnected from the truth. He's always told tall tales and fables and lied and uh, exaggerated any, everything in his past, it concocted entirely false stories. Uh, this is a man who just is not connected with reality. He's always been like this. Uh, he blew up two uh, presidential campaigns because of his uh slim grasp of the truth Uh, this is a a pathology with him and unfortunately at the same time it is a pathology with this country maybe maybe partly driven by him but also uh, happening just organically Um, we've been heading into this sort of relativist uh, truth reality for many decades i think and it's just come to a head now as president biden is in power and you as you quite rightly point out um when when we have a situation where uh people don't believe in an objective truth or an objective reality where they're it's just duelling realities there's your truth there's my truth there's her truth there's his truth uh and and that leads you to a, a ridiculous situation and. Terrifying and tragic. Where if a if a little girl uh, thinks that she's a boy, you know, even a two year old girl thinks she's a boy, then her parents say, "Oh, well, that's her truth." So let's.
1: Well, they're tr- idiots. I mean, they're really just idiots, and people have to understand yeah. that. But uh, it's
0: more than that. It's 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 a real something. It's a mass psychosis where we believe that any truth is truth, that anything someone says is truth, and what well, that- you you say we
1: we don't. I really believe this. I mean, when you look at poll after poll, uh, nearly three-fourths of the country say that we're headed in the wrong direction, that this president, a majority say he's unfit to be in the job, and the corporatist media proceeds as if he is just a, yeah. uh, an avuncular uh, figure in the White House with uh, interesting idiosyncratic behavior uh, and is just fine otherwise. I, I mean, this is the sort of nonsense that goes on. We have a media, an entertainment industry. Uh, a news industry that are playing with a uh, with alternative realities at their pleasure. Yeah. But but the fact is, the American people are fooled by none of it.
0: Well, unfortunately, I think there's a lot of power in this philosophy that underpins, especially with young people, that underpins their worldview, which is that uh, you don't want to judge anyone by um, denying their truth that that's being intolerant. And so, therefore... Yes,
1: yes. But I mean, yeah, but this, is a, this is a story of indoctrination. This is a story it of is. what we've allowed in our Propaganda. public schools, what we have allowed to happen to parental Absolutely. rights, what we've allowed on the part of two powerful teachers' unions yes. uh, and, and the Marxist left of this country that controls the Democratic Party now.
0: Exactly. Exactly. Lou, that's the problem, and the media. You know, when you have the AP style book now getting into bed with these notions of pregnant men and chest-feeding men, uh, you know, e- erasing the word... You right. know, I hate
1: to bust any bubbles, but, you know, men are not going to be having babies, <laughs> all right? I, yeah. I'm just going to be brutal about it. That's just stupid. And people who want to have a discussion about it will not do so within my earshot because I'm going to call them out for the fools they are. Yes. And, and, good. I, mean, and I don't understand why put, people put up with this. What is the point of putting up with this kind of psychotic behavior that you wouldn't tolerate on any other issue?
0: Well, I think, Lou, there's a lot of cowardice afoot. Uh, people are <laughs> terrified. Oh, that's a, I, I buy that. They, they're all Paul
1: Ryans out there right now
0: yeah all cowards and not all i mean there are there are people i think in the republican party especially a new generation coming in that have been red pilled by the last few years i mean they saw how president trump was demonized how that russia collusion lie was weaponized against right. his administration um, and and i think that that people are seeing now, you Michael Avenatti, he's just been sentenced to four years in jail. You know, people who once were uh, idols of the left, they're coming crashing down. So well, here's, I
1: think- here's part of the independent, as we wrap up here, I've just got to ask you this because yeah. I think it is one of the special things to to come out. Uh, thanks uh, to, frankly, to uh, Matt uh, Matt Gates and Jim Jordan, two outstanding Republican congressmen. Yeah. Uh, The FBI, we now learn, thanks to a whistleblower, that the FBI maintains a workspace, including (laughs) computer portal, inside the Democratic law firm of Perkins Coy. And they have been there for the past decade. Are you kidding me? What is bigger than that?
0: Isn't that incredible? And Michael Sussman, the Clinton lawyer, was in charge of that joint workspace. Uh, No wonder he had such a cosy relationship with the FBI. Uh, They knew exactly what he was bringing to them when he came to to sort of whitewash and launder that complete garbage that made up opposition research against Donald Trump. They knew what he was doing on the seventh floor. They knew. uh, They were all on fire about it, we were told in one of the pieces of evidence in that trial. yeah, they were all in on it. The seventh floor, which is the leadership of the FBI, uh, that that institution is corrupt. Rancid, made- rancid,
1: rancid with corruption.
0: Well, Lou, what should be done about that? I mean, do we need the FBI? I
1: I will tell you what I think has to be done. We have to form a national commission on on reforming the FBI and the U.S. Justice Department, and we've yeah. got to do it now. And we've got to give them uh, authority, uh, subpoena authority of a massive nature and understand, have a very strong discussion with the U.S. Marshals that they will be making arrests and they will be making arrests of fellow law enforcement and federal officials who have broken the law. And we've got to do it now. That is the the essential truth. Uh, It cannot go beyond that. And 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 it doesn't have to be bipartisan. We'll do it the same way the Democrats do. All Republicans on the commission and two Democrats, you know, name your poison. Uh, But this has to happen right after this election. And finally, we're hearing that elections in Georgia and Alabama were there was cheating. Uh, We are also hearing that the White House right now is preparing to, uh, to pull off a Zuckerberg-like uh, operation, but only using federal money. Hmm. Do we have a chance of a of an unrigged election in 2022?
0: Well, I hope that, you know, Republicans in every state are uh, aware of this and alert to the fact they should know by now what happened in 2020 um, can't happen again. And I wouldn't be surprised if there's some sort of snap you know, COVID alert that means that there's going to be more mail-in ballots and more last-minute rule changes, the Democrats will stop at nothing. And I really think that for every average person out there, the one thing you could do is get out and vote. If you vote overwhelmingly, the cheaters can't prosper.
1: Right. And by overwhelmingly, I I, I presume you don't mean uh, (laughs) numerous times.
0: Not (laughs) more than once, no. But just get out there. Don't sit on the couch.
1: Miranda Devine, we appreciate everything you do, Miranda. Your column is brilliant as are you. Uh, And we thank you so much for joining us here on The Great America Show.
0: I really appreciate it. We love talking to
1: you. Thanks, everybody, for being with us. Tomorrow, our guest is Congressman Troy Nels of Texas. He's calling on President Biden to use the invasion clause of the Constitution to stop illegal immigration. He also was standing guard over the Capitol on January 6th. And the Capitol Police subsequently entered his office illegally to spy on him. It's quite a story. You don't want to miss it. That's here tomorrow on The Great America Show.
0: Till then, God bless you. And God bless America.